millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Hey, everyone. Good to be live with you. Well, I wanted to do a segment on the interest rates of housing market for dummies because it's a really confusing to a lot of us. So I'm going to bring a lender on who's going to talk in detail about what this all means with the Fed just today raising interest rates again and trying to regulate the economy. But what's that mean for the housing market? Are we going to see another crash like 2008? What's the difference between now and then? We're going to talk about it all and kind of make sense of this. Should you buy or sell your house right now? Uh, before we get into it, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. Now with inflation now at 8.5% and maybe higher, don't you think you need to be smarter with your money? You need it to grow, not shrink. You need financial freedom, not debt. Start a gold IRA with Noble Gold now and you'll be safe. And this month, for every cash deal above $20,000, you will get an incredible three-ounce silver American virtue coin completely free as a thank you. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold. Call 877-646-5347 now to find out more or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Link down in description. And uh, guys, I'm about to bring uh, this expert on now. Send your questions live. If you have any questions about all of this, Send him in the comments and we'll get his reaction. With that being said, I'm happy to bring on Anthony Marinatio, uh, Senior VP of Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for your time today, Ivory. Absolutely. So we've got NPR here uh, shouting out what the Federal Reserve Bank is up to. Quote, the Fed delivers biggest interest rate hike in decades to combat surging inflation. Federal Reserve escalated its battle against inflation Wednesday, announcing the largest interest rate hike in 28 years as the central bank struggles to regain control of soaring consumer prices. Uh, economy not looking good, Anthony. And I'm just wondering, you do, you do mortgages nationwide. How are you seeing this impact the housing market in, in various states right now? Yeah, it's sort of a double-edged sword. In essence, when money got really cheap during COVID, essentially what happened is the government sort of stepped in and ultimately made mortgages sort of feel like they were FDIC insured. Precursor to COVID really taking a lot of effect rates had dipped and the banks ran out of money. So then once they ran out of money, rates went upwards of almost 6% where they are today because there was no money to lend. But then the Fed had stepped in and reduced the cost of money, made it super cheap to borrow a mortgage. And a big purpose of that was to continue the housing market, but it was also to allow people to refinance, which then created household savings in hopes of stimulating the economy during COVID where people were spending money and they did that. They may have waited a little too long to start raising rates because what has ultimately happened is things were so accessible from uh, almost like an additional cash flow standpoint with people's household uh, income over their debt, they started saving a lot and they started spending a lot. And when they started spending a lot of their extra household cash, well, the economy in general couldn't keep up with the sheer demand because we just couldn't get inventory and product into the U.S. to really deliver all that demand. And as people continue to spend, it put a real big bind against 
what was out there to really supply all that demand. So now what's happening is the Fed is increasing the cost of prime rates. And what that does is that makes credit card payments go way up. It makes people's home equity line of credits go way up. And it's having an effect on mortgage rates as well, because when the markets get a little quirky, you see a lot of investors go into bonds. And the bonds or the 10-year treasury bond is what delivers a yield on the bond, which is a derivative of what drives mortgage rates. So essentially what's going on is we need to just slow everything down a little bit. It can be, like I said, a double-edged sword. We lose a lot of buyers in the market because they were really relying on those low interest rates to qualify for a comfortable housing payment. Well, when rates almost double, that puts that house out of reach. So they either need to go back to renting or reduce their price point. But at some point, no differently than all the demand for product, we almost had way too much demand in the housing market. So this can sort of slow things down a little bit. And when rates go up and, and things slow down, people that are holding on to their real estate because it's like a stock finally taking off, those home values were going up so fast, they didn't want to sell. But now that things are slowing down, we're starting to see people who have multiple properties bring those properties to the market for sale. And if we historically look at rates over the last 20 years, six is not a bad interest rate. And that's roughly where we're at today on a 30-year fix conforming mortgage, about 6%. Yeah, so I was going to ask, based on this uh, interest rate hike we just saw from the Fed today, if I were to buy a house today, how much interest per month am I paying on that house? You said 6%? Yeah, that's about the going interest rate today. It's a little inflated because of what has been happening with the recent prime hike. And once that kind of settles down, maybe we'll go sub 6%. But I think we're going to see a lot of this back and forth with rates reacting to the Fed raising prime to slow down the inflation, to slow down people spending money. And then we'll see rates over-exaggerate and then kind of steady down. But I, I strongly believe the times of sub 3% rates I don't think we'll, you know, we may never see that again. Wow. So that means the banks are going to be pocketing that much more of your money when you're trying to pay for your house each month. So less people are going to be able to afford those mortgage payments every month. In addition to the insane uh, inflation on everything else, your food. Uh, my friend Elijah just posted this video of, of gas prices in, something uncommon. look at this. This is in LA. We're not in gas prices I'll in LA, sevens and eights per gallon. Um, so people Washington. already are having a hard time affording that. It's harder to afford a house when you can't even afford your basic stuff. So yeah. I'm assuming a lot of people are going to be buying less you know, putting, you know, putting it on hold, the idea of buying a house. So I'm assuming the demand is going to go way down because it's, we've been hearing for the past several years, it's been a super hot housing market. So it's probably not going to be so hot anymore. Are we going to see a housing market crash at all? Like we saw in 2008. I don't think we're going to see a crash. I really do think we're going to see a correction. One of the most educational things that I've gone through in my entire life was I was in the mortgage space during that 2008 housing crisis. I really like to call the 2007 mortgage crisis because pre-2007, there was a lot of product that has not existed since then 
that really didn't go into a deep dive of affordability. And those are the real big changes that came out of 2008 were the standard requirements that it takes to qualify for a mortgage. You have to have a down payment. You have to show ability to repay, which is the first and biggest hurdle in residential mortgage lending and qualifying is proving your ability to repay. So I do think we're gonna see a correction. I think we're gonna see home prices maybe mellow off. Some markets may never be affected at all because there's just a lot of demand to get out of these major cities and move into these up and coming uh, marketplaces. Arizona is a fantastic example. So I think we're gonna see a national correction. I think some markets will likely see a dip. I think other markets won't be affected at all, but from a national standpoint, I think we're just gonna see things kind of mellow off. I do not anticipate at all any type of housing bubble or major catastrophe like we saw in 2008. Actually, there uh, there was another expert who gave some exact numbers on why he actually agrees with you uh, right here. I just saw this today. This year, we have 128 million households. In 2007, we had 116 million households. 12 million more households today that need houses. In 2007, there were 2.1 million new housing starts. This year, 1.4 million. The inventory available for sale of houses right now is 50% of what it was in 2007. Supply is drastically short versus demand. Prices are not going down. There is not going to be a real estate crash. So it's uh, there there was just a lot more houses available, he said, back then. That's very interesting. Um, So what's that? a really fun statistic that you could go back and look at. The average age of a buyer is about 30 years, the first time buyer. If you take 2007 and you look at the inventory availability, like Ramsey was just saying, way up. And if you go back 30 years and look at the birth rate, birth rates were down. If you take right now and you look at the inventory, it's way down. And if you go back 30 years and look at the birth rate, it was up. And that will help sort of correlate what Ramsey was just talking about. Um, More more people be born, you're saying? Yeah, 30 years ago from today, there was an increase in new new birth rates. And if you take 30 years prior to 2007, there was a decline. So there was not enough of demand when people were turning 30 looking for inventory in that 2007 as there is more demand today than there was that last cycle. Wow. Okay, so you you sell or you, you lend for the purchase of homes all over the nation. And so I want to get your insight on what's going on with with people moving. The pandemic inspired a lot of people to leave where they lived previously. And, for example, one of my best friends was living in New York. She fled to Utah, and she found that Utah she was renting there. She found Utah was getting so flooded with Californians fleeing California that when, when she was ready to buy a house in the pandemic, she'd already been living in, in Utah for a bit. The price of a house had jumped like crazy. Um, she thought 
to purchase a house, the cost was way overinflated already in Utah just from California's in, in inflating the housing market in Utah. Sure. So she fled again to North Carolina. Um, so I'm just wondering, what's your take on sure. the housing market and how hot it is in different states? I think a lot of local municipalities, you know, some of the cities in Utah, some of the cities in Arizona, they were living at price points well below what I believe is the normal. I think a lot of this relocation-driven COVID lifestyle change has put people into different marketplaces, which has almost kind of balanced out the housing prices nationally. I think hypothetically, some of these major cities, well, you were just showing the prices of gas going up. I don't see that calming down for a while. I think we're going to maybe see a small surge again of people looking to relocate. And with the flexibility in people's jobs or really just the flexibility in their lives that they're not so dependent or maybe loyal to the companies that our, you know, our parents used to be, I think they just are comfortable taking risk and saying, I'm going to move and go find something, go find a new job. Or maybe they're just entrepreneurs and they're self-employed and they have that flexibility of being anywhere. So I think that we're coming more nationally to like a, a normal and where you're seeing a lot of drive from these really expensive cities is looking for these low, these low cost living neighborhoods, cities, towns. Yeah, I live in Houston, Texas. And during this past pandemic, my realtor told me that majority of his clients, his new clients were all from out of state, a lot from California, a lot from California coming to Texas. So I'm just wondering if everyone is leaving Texas, is there going to be a housing market crash there? Because houses are looking, the price is going way up here in Texas. But what's going to happen to California? Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. California, yeah. It's a great question. I can't answer it. Um, I can I can sort of make an assumption that it's gonna it's gonna hurt a little bit, or really it's just gonna put things on pause for a while. I used to live in Chicago. Uh, I've owned multiple pieces of real estate in Chicago. I saw a maybe a 0.5 percent appreciation rate all during COVID in Chicago, where Arizona might have been upwards of maybe. 30 to 60% market appreciation. So I think some of those major cities were already too expensive and they need to just sit there for a couple of years to really kind of level off and cool off. But I can't answer how much effect it's going to have because if inflation continues and the cost of living and gas and food becomes so expensive, people are going to continue to relocate. They might not have a choice. So... Yeah, that makes me wonder, is the market in places like Texas and Florida going to cool off if ever if, if inflation is driving people to these states? I, I don't know. I it really, might just continue to heat up. Yeah, I mean, we might see like a national average appreciation rate might stay around 3.3. That's pretty common per year. But maybe in these, you know, these up and coming cities, or states like Texas and Arizona and Florida and these kind of relocation states, maybe they're going to continue to go at, at 7 to 10%. Uh, I've got a buddy of mine here in Arizona. He's a real estate agent. He was posting a bunch of listings that he has sold already this year, and those price points are still going above what the list price is. So people are still overpaying in this market here in Arizona, and I think we're going to continue to see that in some of these marketplaces. I do. So if someone is looking to buy a house, should they do it now or should they wait? Is there going to be a time that's better to buy? I'm a real big advocate of living the now, especially when it comes to mortgage rates and real estate. I think no matter how you break it down, you can find value in owning versus renting. I don't think real estate short term, while you can make a lot of great money short term, 
I don't think you need to have the approach going in that you're going to own real estate for a couple of years and flip it and make a bunch of money. If you take the approach that you're going to buy a house, and even if you continue on with your life, you know that you can hold on to that property and rent it, and you take that long-term approach, I call it the grandfather effect. If we go back and look at the original homes that our grandfathers had bought, they maybe paid seventeen to twenty thousand dollars for you know these three bedroom, two bath homes. If they held on to them today, they'd be worth upwards of a half a million. Mm-hmm. So I think if you look at that long term effect, and then if you can compare the stock market relative to home values fluctuating throughout the nation, right now there's much less risk in real estate relative to seeing the appreciation rise or fall than maybe any other place you can stick your money right now. So I'm a huge advocate of real estate, but I also have a jaded perspective because I'm in this saddle doing mortgages every single day and I've got a direct pulse on what's happening. So I'm always in tune with what's kind of going on in my world, why it makes it more comfortable to invest in it. But what about waiting until interest rates go back down? Is the Fed going to lower them, you think? Sure. I think the one thing we can't control is interest rates. The one thing we can't control is where is that interest rate today and how is it going to affect my payment? If rates end up falling and you do own your home, you can always refinance. And we have a really cool tool in place where we can actually lock an interest rate before somebody even goes and looks for a house. And then once they contract on that house, if interest rates drop during the time of getting financing, we'll actually float them down to that lower rate. But once they close, they're stuck in that rate unless rates decline to a point where we can refinance. However, if rates continue to climb and home prices don't fall, then that home affordability is just going to continue to get more expensive than where we are even today. Mm. What about if you're trying to sell your house? Should should people wait until their home value is worth even more or is now the time to sell? It's a great question. It depends on the ownership status of that property. If it's an owner-occupied home and you're going to sell it, then you really have to have enough demand in your life, like you're growing your family or you're downsizing and you don't need as much space because I really think in this environment, we're sort of trading houses, right? You're getting out of something that's slightly inflated in order to go into something that's also inflated. However, if you own multiple properties, my parents have six or seven properties, they have them all for sale right now because I just don't think they want to live out another seven to 10 year housing cycle where homes could level off here. And then maybe in the next seven to 10 years, we go through another really strong housing cycle. Some people just don't need those margins or want to stick around for that longevity. So I think if you have investment properties and you're not interested in necessarily making more money on that real estate or dealing with tenants and being a landlord, You know, now we might see a level off and you may only be making 3% per year. You might as well capitalize on what you've earned over the last couple of years, I think. Good point. Before we wrap it up, I got to show everyone, this is the Federal Reserve Bank's research data website showing the currency in circulation. Federal Reserve Bank has been printing a lot of money and uh, this is 1970 versus 2020, and the gray areas are where recessions hit. So apparently we're not in a recession right now, although a lot of people feel like it. But you can see they've been just printing money at a very accelerated rate even since the pandemic started. 
And, you know, a lot of people think that that's why we have inflation, too much money in circulation. So, but the Fed's not ceasing to print money. Instead, they're raising interest rates, grabbing more of our money in our payments. So on the phone earlier, Anthony, you were explaining the Fed's logic and why they're doing this. What's their logic? It's, it's hard to it's hard to be exact here. You know, the Fed has a lot of mortgage-backed securities on the books that are owned by taxpayers. They were buying mortgage-backed securities. Nobody wants mortgage-backed securities that are in sub-3%, and they've got to recycle that mortgage paper out into these higher interest rates at some point. What I think is, is an approach to do that, uh, with inflation rising, with interest rates rising, the cost of money doesn't have as much power. And people have a lot of checking and savings right now because we were at super low housing rates and they were stacking a lot of that money that they normally would have been spending on housing or that today everybody else may be spending on housing. I think what's going to happen is those those inevitably checking and savings are going to start to slowly they're going to start to slowly deplete and people are going to need to access capital somewhere. And when you've got these uh, you know, you've got these mortgages with with a lot of market appreciation and not all marketplaces, but I'll give Arizona again, some people are up 60% in value. So if the cost of everything becomes more expensive and they're depleting their savings, checking savings to really live even a, a more strict lifestyle, eventually at some point, they're going to need to tap money elsewhere. And what's likely going to happen is they're going to grab that equity out of their homes. So I think right now the government is trying to figure out where they can kind of find this comfort zone with everyone's lifestyle, but it's going to take a lot of fixing. It's going to take people really doing cash out mortgages on their homes to get some of that equity out to reduce their debt and to kind of clean up their lifestyle. And what's going to happen is they're going to get out of those really low rates and it's going to kind of clean some of the paper or the mortgage-backed securities that are on taxpayers' you know, books or the, or the government's books. Yeah, well, looking at uh, viewer comments, we've got Mark saying that he, he works in the housing construction industry and his hours were just cut this week. I see there's a national headline out about two big firms, real estate firms, um, making layoffs as well. So it looks like less homes are perhaps being built. Are you lending um, for less new home builds, if I'm saying that right? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm not as busy as I was before. What I've seen fall off are refinances. Uh, you know, when rates hit sub 3%, gosh, you got to hire a lot of people to help get all of those consumers through that channel. And when rates go up and the applications, mortgage applications decline, there isn't as many loans for these individuals to work on. And unfortunately, that's the correlation that does come with a slowdown in mortgage applications. Um, we have done cutbacks. Everyone's really done cutbacks. I think what also sort of concerns me is a lot of these companies, these real estate companies have decided to go public there's really not a lot out there right now to, to really put all of that forthcoming growth on when applications are down and, 
you know, we're, we're making cuts on, on operational staff that it takes to move that paper through the system. And the other thing that, that happens when we go through a refi boom and there's so much attention in the housing market, you get a lot of fintech companies that want to come in and try to create the wheel and make that process faster, cheaper, and less humanistic. So you start to see, see more of that artificial intelligence come into play and the win-win for the client is less fees and lower rates and that's what they're always after. And the tough part or the flip side of that is is less, less demand for people to be moving the paper. I think the big thing that everyone really needs to understand is we can never justify what happened over the last two years as a normal housing market. It's just not. Today, and with the environment that we're headed into, that's sort of more of the norm. I remember when I first got in the industry, I was selling mid 8% rates on investment properties, and we're back to mid 7s on investment properties, roughly 6% on owner occupied. Those are still really low rates. I remember my father talking about 18 and 19% interest rates on a 30 year fix, and that was with one household income. We've got dual household income, a fraction of the cost and interest rates. Home prices are higher than our parents had paid. But with lower rates and twice household income, the average first time buy that people are doing are well above a half a million dollars. I think, you know, maybe back then when rates were 18% with one household income, maybe our parents were buying in the mid twos. So we were just spoiled the past few years, you're saying, and now we're just getting back to normal. A hundred percent. I know for a fact that the housing market, every time a home sells, puts a lot of people into employment. When somebody buys a house, sometimes they go out and buy a car the next day, but usually they're buying furniture, appliances, new appliances, they're painting, they're redoing carpet, they're investing additional cash into making that brand new house their own. And that puts people to work. And what had happened in 2007 is the government didn't step in and correct anything. And maybe because, you know, that problemistic animal was too big to control, they had let it fail. But when we came into COVID and when the banks had, when rates had dipped and the banks ran out of money, rates went up to mid sixes, the government stepped in, they made money cheap again. And I strongly believe they had to do that in order to reduce housing expenses so people had extra cash flow to stimulate the economy. But in addition to it, they wanted to continue to they wanted to continue to stimulate the purchase housing market because again, when people buy homes, they spend a ton of other money on other things to make that home their own, and that puts a lot of people to work. And they maybe let that go on a little too long, and now we need to correct it. Because things, if we don't, things will just continue to be unavailable at much more expensive prices. And until we slow down everyone's spending habits, it's not going to fix itself. Makes sense. Well, thank you so much for your insight, Anthony Marinacio, uh, at National Mortgage Guy on Instagram, featured in Forbes and Entrepreneur Magazine, right? That's right. Thank you so much. Oh, everyone, I linked his Instagram down below if you want to... Um, reach out. He's a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much for your time. I love it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Take care. 
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 